Are you ready for some more XFL? Welcome back to XFL Extra, the podcast brought to you by XFLboard.com. I'm your host, Mark Nelson, and this is our 10th podcast. In this episode, we will introduce two guests, XFL draft pick Demetrius Sezetsmus and XFL chick, a female football fan who is trying to make an impact in a mostly male-dominated sports social media. Demetrius Sezetsmus, a tall, tight end that impressed coaches at the New York XFL Summer Showcase, was drafted by the D.C. Defenders in the open phase of the XFL draft. We will talk to Demetrius and learn why he feels the XFL is part of his journey to a lengthy and productive pro football career. Then we will talk to XFL Chick, one of the few female XFL fans on Twitter. We will hear why she follows the XFL, about her views as to how the XFL could draw more female fans, how it's more than men that enjoy fantasy football, and we'll talk about the social media game of XFL teams. I call this podcast Breaking In. It's about a player who is working hard to break into pro football, and a female football fan who is breaking into a male-dominated sports world. Let's get started. I'd like to welcome Demetrius Sezetsmus to the podcast. After playing college ball at Western Connecticut State University, Demetrius was signed by the San Antonio Commanders of the Alliance of American Football. Last summer, he attended an XFL Summer Showcase in New Jersey, which led him to be drafted by the D.C. Defenders. Welcome, Demetrius. Hey, Mark. What's going on? Great. Now, you were, you were born and grew up in upstate New York, right? Yes, sir. And uh, I was born in Hudson Valley Hospital, Westchester County, and I was raised in Brewster. And then now I live in Hopewell Junction, New York, in Dutchess County. And all those places are just down the road from each other, right? Yeah. It's like about probably a 25-minute drive to each place. Right. So that's, that's your stopping grounds is upstate New York. Definitely. And you went to high school there, too, John Jay High School. Is that right? Um, John Jay High School in East Michigan, New York. Great. Now, what position did you play in high school football? Um, as a freshman. So all the way up until sophomore year, I played left tackle. Um, as a fourth grader, I played guard. I was a very short, heavy set kid. Uh, I made it all the way to freshman year playing left tackle. And then from freshman year to sophomore year, I went from 5'10 to 6'4". It was a very uh, intense growth spurt, I would say. <laughs> I became very goofy, very fast. Um, and then in 10th grade, my coach, my coach told me to uh, go out and catch a ball. Caught my first ball, and then he was like, all right, play tight end. And that's where it all started. So that's when you became a tight end? Yep, 10th grade of high school. Now, you're a big guy at six foot seven. Is that right? Uh, yeah, six, well, six seven with my cleats on. I'm 6'6 six, six with, uh, with my shoes off on the scale. Okay. So your height is literally your weapon, right? Definitely. Height and my, uh, my ability to move in my hands. Did you play any other sports growing up or just football? Yes. Um, when I was very young, I played almost every sport, baseball, soccer, um, tennis, <laughs> a little bit here and there. And then right when I got to middle school and high school, I started playing basketball. And it was football, basketball, all the way until my junior year of college. Um, I played basketball one season in, in college and then football four years in college. And you played college ball at Western Connecticut uh, State University with the Colonials? Yes, sir. I played uh, one season uh, my junior year. One season. Yep. And you graduated, and uh, were you looking at getting drafted into the NFL? 
Yes, sir. And it didn't work, right? Uh, no. Uh, my, my process was a little shaky. Um, in college, I was a way different athlete than I am now. Um, I played my, my first two years. I uh, was looking to transfer. Um, I got very comfortable with the school, uh, fell, fell in love with it almost. And then I was just I stuck it out. And then uh, to the, my last game of my senior year, we played Framingham State, and uh, we lost. And uh, a lot of things opened up for me in life. And uh, I met this one guy, my trainer, my mentor named Keith Deo. Uh, he, he owns a facility in the Danbury Sports Dome, and he changed my whole life from there. I basically transformed as a person and as an athlete at the same time. And uh, I started going to tryouts in the beginning of 2017. 2018, my, my apologies. My last season was played in 2017. Your last college season was 2017? Yes. And you're also an alum of the Spring League more recently this year, right? Yep, uh, April, I'm pretty sure it was. And you're in Austin, Texas. Yep. Now, you got picked up by the San Antonio Commanders of the AAF. Yep, last, uh, last winter. I went to a minicamp with them. And then, then you joined them for the season? or? Uh, no, I, uh, I got caught after minicamp. That was your first professional football minicamp, was it? Yes, sir. So that must have been a, uh, eye-opening for you. Definitely. Great experience. Uh, it showed me that what I needed to work on. I got right back into the gym, worked on all of it, got, got right mentally especially. Right, and then last summer in New Jersey, you were invited to the XFL Showcase, right? Yes, sir. I got invited to the Houston one um, and the New York one, but I only attended the New York one because it was, it was very local to me. Well, I guess you really only have to attend one the way, the way it worked yeah, out because they, sure. they had a good look at you there, or some coaches had a good look at you anyways. I, would, I, would, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, somebody did. Somebody, somebody <laughs> liked you. You know, I've actually uh, Hamilton. Uh, the one thing that I that I remember hearing about you at that showcase was that you were very tall. Yeah, <laughs> and they, 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 you know, they really liked that, especially in a tight end. I think to you know catch the passes Definitely. that are thrown over the heads of the of the the D line, right? For sure. Yeah, and uh, I have a very long arm reach, so it uh, kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. Well, literally hand in hand. From the quarterback's <laughs> hand to yours, right? So you uh, were invited to the XFL draft, and I'm, and then you waited, and then you were selected yep. by the DC Defenders in the open phase of the of the draft, right? Yep. And where were you when you heard that the Defenders had drafted you? Um, so I was watching the live draft uh, the first day with my father at his uh, office in the Maranek, right? Uh, didn't get picked, and I was like, all right, uh, have hope for tomorrow. Um, I, I didn't, I think the, the open draft wasn't live, so no. I was just, uh, waiting around. It was raining really hard one day, that, that day, and I was on my way to the training facility, and, uh, someone DM'd me, um, with a picture, and it was, uh, that the defenders had picked me, and right when I opened the message, I got a call from, uh, Coach Scalfa, um, saying that, congratulations and all that, I was driving, uh, in the heavy rain, so... <laughs> I was excited and I was uh, concentrated on driving at the same time, but it was it was awesome. Yeah, I'm sure it was awesome to hear that. And Definitely. Uh, even driving in the heavy rain, I'm sure it was uh, it was important. Exactly. To... Yeah. So yeah, what I was trying to say is, even driving in the heavy rain, it still made me <laughs> very happy. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I can imagine. And Definitely. what do you know about the DC Defenders? Right now, I know that uh, it's coached by Pep Hamilton, great guy. Yeah. Um, Coach Scalfo, um, Coach Battle. They're all great guys so far. Um, I don't really know much, but I know that I know when we get to minicamp, we're going to put in the work and 
we're going to be the best team in the in the XFL. Now, there's uh, you mentioned a mini camp, so that starts up next month, right? Are you are, you must yeah. be excited for that as well? Definitely, I'm. I've been preparing since uh, since I got the call. Well, of course, yeah. Well, that sounds good. And then in uh, a combined training camp in January again, I'm sure you're you're excited for that, preparing for that. Yeah, definitely. It's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a great opportunity, a great time. Play some play with some great guys next to me. Play against some great guys. Uh, I'm excited to play with Cardell Jones, a great quarterback. I've been watching him since uh, he played for Ohio State. So, so you're a bit of a fan. Uh, yeah. I would say not much of a fan anymore. Now it's kind of like he's my teammate, so I'm yeah. hyped to be playing with him. Of course, yeah. So you were working, you were working out this morning, weren't you? Yeah, definitely. And I think you already told me you're already you're always preparing for football. Yeah, of course, day in and day out, mentally and physically. Yeah, well, that's that's my, good to hear. My job. <laughs> yeah, you take your job seriously, right? Very seriously. Yeah. What excites you about the XFL? The first thing that comes to my mind. When I think of the XFL, is a stepping stone to get me into the NFL as a given. Uh, uh, other than that, um, I'm excited for the fast play style. I'm excited for a lot of offense because <laughs> uh, the PA. I'm not sure if um, I'm not sure the rules, but I know that since it's going to be a very fat, fast play clock, there's just going to be a good amount of offense being ran. So it sounds great to me. I'm excited for that. Um, I'm excited for all the offensive schemes that are going to be put in and. Uh, it's always awesome learning a new playbook. So all of this is going to be presented to you and thrown at you in the next three months, and you're seeing this as an exciting uh, learning experience as well. Definitely, definitely, with some great coaches to surround me. Well, that sounds good. In fact, it's probably everything you've been hoping for since you graduated from college. Definitely. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how uh, time flies, and uh, as you trust the process, kind of put your head down and put that goal in the back of your head and not really focus on each day and focus on what you're doing in the present, uh, really is an exciting time to uh, actually experience it, um, your goal coming to hand. Well, I hope this works out, uh, Demetrius, and I know uh, it's clear to me that you have the right attitude. And, Appreciate that, sir. And you've got, it sounds like you have the skills and, and everything, and I just hope it works out for you uh, the, way, the way that you want it to, and, and then leads to a, a long football career, a professional football career. That would be probably exactly what you're looking for. Exactly what I'm looking for. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that, Mark. Well, people can follow you on Twitter at Demetrius, right? Yes, Demetrius, D-I-M-I-T-R-I-O-S-S underscore, same as uh, Instagram handle. Oh, Demetrius with two S's and an underscore. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, you know what? Just go on uh, Twitter and, and uh, search for Demetrius Sazesmus, and you'll find Demetrius. He's right there. <laughs> for uh, sure. I'd appreciate that, guys. Yeah, so uh, hopefully we get some folks to follow you along and uh, follow your career and uh, and maybe wish you the best going into their training camps. And I would like to wish you all the best and like to say we can't wait to see you on the field for the D.C. Defenders next February. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. I'd like to welcome XFL Chick to the podcast. Hi, thank you for being, thank you for calling, I mean... <laughs> Oh, no problem. It's great. It's great to hear your voice. And I understand you are a football fan and a fan of the XFL. Are you a fan of all football? All football. Ever since I was a little girl and my dad taught me how to throw a football, um, I've been watching my NFL team since I was a little girl. Not so proud of that team. Had many tears because of that team. Um, and then 
high school, same thing, watched football. I was always the girl that was super into the game, um, not so much about the chit-chat. I was really involved in what was going on in the field. Then went to college and obviously was just absorbed by the environment, and college football was awesome. And, you know, I started dating someone on the football field, and now we've, um, you know, he's my fiancé, and he's taken the next step. And so uh, I've been really following it even more. I've got more skin in the game, let's say. Um, so he's was in the AAF, and now he's in the XFL. And so um, obviously I'm super interested in it, and I'm following and trying to be as knowledgeable as I can, can be. Well, that's interesting. So, um, you're, you've got, uh, you've got a close, uh, personal, uh, family member that's actually, uh, going to be starting in the XFL then. Your, boy- great. your yeah. boyfriend, I didn't say boyfriend, but that's what it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> All right. <I'm> on. <laughs> so you've yeah. been, so I, I can assume you've been following the XFL since he, uh, got involved or, or, or was brought into the uh, the draft pool? Yeah, so originally I was an AAF fan um, because that's where okay. he was. And um, But we had heard about the XFL reemerging and it definitely perked my ears up because I remember hearing about it. In 2001, I didn't really follow it much then. But um, now, you know, obviously after the AAF folded and the XFL is coming up, and, um, you know, he went through the showcases and got drafted. And so now it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm all in. I, you know, learning about the XFL, everything that there is to it. And it seems like it's going to be a great time, 2020. Yeah, I, I, sh- I share your excitement for, for the Football League, uh, that it's going to be great. Uh, now, you have said uh, in an article that you wrote for XFL Board that it's important for the XFL to appeal to women. And why... Why do you feel this is so important? Right. So, I mean, football is involving women more and more. More women are interested, are following along, are watching, are playing fantasy. I mean, there's crazy stats out there. I mean, um, Super Bowl last year was about split. 50-50 were female and 50 were um, male. And so with fantasy as well, like one in three people are women playing fantasy. And so, you know, obviously there's a big market for females. Um, and so the XFL should go after them because, you know, obviously it's more ticket sales and not only that, I mean, they want to be involved if they know about it. And if they find a reason to root for it, if there's fun socialization involved, if they obviously have attachment to some of the players and if it's, you know, a time for them and their girlfriends to go out and, watch a game. So I think it's super important to, you know, market to the female fan base. So did you know that the marketing director of the XFL is a woman? Yes, I did. I tried. I didn't, well, actually I am following her on Twitter, um, but it's still waiting for that coveted follow back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, she's, I'm, I'm sure she's got her hands full. She might be too busy yeah. to follow you back immediately. Uh, does that give you cause for excitement that there's a woman in charge of the marketing of the league? Oh, definitely. And the fact that there's also two presidents that are women, um, which actually that's super exciting. When Heather followed me back, I mean, I was super giddy. 
I remember waking up to that and it was like, wow, XFL chick is making it. She's making strides. This account is making strides. Um, and right now I'm also looking to get Janet's uh, follow back. But no, it's, it's great to see, you know, women get more involved in these, you know, these high corporate sports roles. And you see it more and more like on the field, you see there's a referee and, NFL, it's female, and you see more reporters, announcers. It, so it's it's awesome. I mean, I definitely feel like there's women out there that are capable, are competent, know football in and out. You know, from X and O's, everything they they know how to do it. And so I think that it's great that we're seeing more of that female figure in the football world. So women are breaking the glass ceiling more and more. Mm-hmm. Is that one way that the XFL can ensure it draws female fans by having more women involved in the day-to-day operation? Yeah, I think having a familiar face, for sure. Um, You know, young girls seeing these, you know, business-like women in these upper positions, it's inspiring, no doubt. And, And then also, you know, girls that are in high school, going through college, figuring out majors, it gives them something to strive for. You know, if they see it's possible, then they also feel like they can aim for it. And no, I, I think it's a great time right now. XFL is doing that, and Heather's doing a great job with being personable about it and going out there, meeting fans, doing meets and greets. That's a really great way for her to also get um, more people on board. Yeah, she's representing uh, very well, isn't she? Uh, a lot of the presidents are as well, but uh, the XFL, uh, they did a good job when they when they hired the presidents, and especially uh, in their choices of not uh, not sticking with only men, obviously. That was a good choice, it seems, that they did uh, reach out to some women that were in sports that, that could actually, that could do the role very well, and they are. So that's interesting. It's cool to see. It is cool. Now, you must realize you're one of the few female XFL fans on social media. Are you breaking new ground? (laughs) I hope so. I mean, that sounds pretty neat. I like that. I like the sound of that, breaking ground. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I think that's why I jumped on it. I was, you know, doing some research on the XFL and really pumped up after the draft. And I realized that my actual Twitter account, um, you know, I wanted to get more involved and, and I was tweeting out things, but I felt like I was maybe uh, overbearing my other followers with, you know, these XFL tweets. And so I decided, you know what, why don't I make a Twitter handle where I can be the XFL chick and right. tweet as much as I can. And I'm kind of in this like undisclosed, you know, no one really knows who I am. And so I can just be really free with what I tweet out. and. It's been really fun. I It would be great if I could get more female followers. I'm trying to reach out to them. Right now it's like, man, you go on the XFL on Twitter and it's it's just tons of males, of course. I mean, very enthusiastic males. And, yes. Um, I appreciate that for sure. But trying to get more chicks on board and, um, you know, trying to also keep them notified about what's going on in the XFL world. Yeah, I find it interesting that you, you're uh, using a handle and you're uh, totally incognito, and I think that's kind of cool. And if anyone mm-hmm. is uh, wondering where they can find you on Twitter, they can find you at XFL Chick. I just wanted to point that out before I forget. 
And so, Thanks, Mark. So, I need that advertisement. <laughs> so go and follow XFL Chick if you're not following her because uh, she will engage with you. And I've seen this. And, of course, she's uh, she's counting up her followers. And I think the last time I heard a couple of days ago, you had 300. Uh, right. I'm, I think I'm like 326 right now. So it's growing? So yeah. It's it's up there. I'm aiming for 400, you know, just 100 at a time. <laughs> so it's growing. And definitely... Everybody should follow you, and especially women XFL fans should follow you for sure. Now, um, thank you. Is there anything else the XFL can do to speak to its its women audience? Yes. So I was actually thinking um, it would be really neat. You know, girls like to come in pairs. They they go to the bathroom in pairs. They right. they do things. You know, with their girlfriend, with their bestie, with their daughter, their mom. You know, and so it would be neat to see the ticket sales office do promotions like buy one and bring your, you know, female friend in free. And right. I think it'd be a great way to get, you know, some of that, I don't know, just bring in more females into the stadium. Um, and especially, you know, this first season, they can do a lot of kind of uh, experimental things like that. Right. Um, and bring more people in. But. Exactly. Yeah, that's going to be huge, and and involving fantasy, like I said earlier, more women are getting involved in that. I know I'm, you know, I've been involved in fantasy, and um, not gonna not gonna brag how well I'm doing, but uh, <laughs> um, it's been super fun. And really, even though I've always been a football fan and a cell fan, it's gotten me to watch almost every game. You know, usually I watch my team or maybe two other teams, but. Now it's like I'm tuning into Red Zone. I'm watching. I'm checking my phone. I'm. It's super, especially for I feel like other women can relate. It's it's competitive. It's fun. You you get to know other players from different teams. You get to be involved in a pool of people, your friends, and something to talk about in the office. Something to talk about in yoga. I don't know. You name it. So if XFL can do something like this, it can be a great way to get more women and men involved. So the XFL should not ignore fantasy football players, number one. Number two, they should not ignore female fantasy football players because they're out there. Exactly. And you're one yes. of them. Yep. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm sure lots of men will be uh, excited to hear that there are women fantasy football players out there because it's <laughs> it always struck, strikes me as a, such a male-dominated uh, world, the uh, world of fantasy football, but... You have told me that's not right. That's not correct, which is interesting. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know what? It's it's fun, and I think it's just really getting um, the info out there, just teaching more women about what's involved. Maybe they don't want to get involved because they don't know the rules, or they're insecure about the rules, or so. I mean, all it takes is just an explanation, be taken to the game, and then the rest will take care of itself. It just because falls into place. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So I, I have a question for you, and actually, I don't know if you want to answer this question. I was going to say, what is your favorite XFL team? But I don't oh, know if yes. you want to give that away. Kinda... No, I'm trying to remain unbiased. Okay. Um, so which which, so yes. which team impresses <laughs> you the most, especially on social media right now? Let's go with that. Okay, yes. Well, when you ask it that way, yeah. I think renegades are doing a great job with social media. They're super involved. 
you know, they respond to tweets. Um, it was actually intriguing when someone was asking when um, the uniforms were going to be revealed. I looked back to when the AAF revealed them, and, you know, I tweeted out a date. I don't remember if I said November 26th or something, but the Renegades account liked it, and that was that was neat because I was like, wow, I, you know, didn't think that any of the teams were really going to be that involved, especially with, you know, my account that at the time didn't have so many followers. And so um, they're impressing me there. Um, I think uh, Seattle is doing a good job as well. I think New York Guardians could could step it up a little bit with their involvement in yeah. social media. So that engagement impresses you. Yeah, I think it's great, you know, especially nowadays we've got roles, we've got social media um, account managers, social media influencers. And um, so I think if we could get more fans to be feeling that personal touch and it'll only help, you know, with hyping up the XFL when February comes around. Yeah. In the last, last three podcasts, we've talked about social media, the social media game of the XFL and how they've stepped it up and, uh, Again, I, I think I'm repeating myself now, but a lot of I've heard a lot of people say that they're impressed by the XFL social media game. So it's nice to hear. I'm sure the league would be glad to hear the more people say that because I think they're working hard on that right now. St. Louis Battlehawks are also impressive. They have the most followers. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I agree with you on the St. Louis Battlehawks. You know, on XFL board, I can see the traffic that we're we get, and it's St. Louis mm-hmm. is by far the the largest. Yeah, they're Group. they're hungry for a team. Yeah, they really are. They're yeah. you can see it in their even their fan accounts. I mean, there's tons of fan accounts for yeah St. Louis. There's a yeah. podcast on you know the battle. Yeah, they've the old XFL. Yeah, there's it's and, um, it's crazy. Now you have been mm-hmm. following the trials and tribulations of some players trying to make the league, and I've seen you uh, your yeah. account and you've been responding to some players that are working hard to maybe still get drafted in a supplemental draft, for example. And I think I know why now, because you're close to a player. So you you understand this, don't you? <laughs> Did I give too much away? <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But, I mean, you understand, what from a player's point of view, how hard it is to get a football job. Definitely. Um, I've been there. I've been on the other side of it, and I see how hard, you know, how much how much work, how much dedication – the thick skin, I mean, the ups and downs, you know, seeing um, my loved one go through it, you know, when the AAF folded, he was left in the unknown, and but he had to pick it up. He had to keep on working out, stay ready for when the call came, and luckily the XFL was right around the corner and saw interest in him, and this is a great opportunity, but it's tough. It's not easy. And as he always says, you know, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. And there's a lot of guys out there that have great talent, lots lots of heart, and, you know, they want opportunities like this to play ball, to be seen, to get that chance of playing the big stage. Um, and the fact that, you know, there's leagues coming up like this, I really hope this one lasts. I think Vince has, you know, taken what he learning from 2001 with the first XFL, and I think he's going to gear it towards, um, you know, as he says, quote-unquote, reimagine football and more towards what we know is football 
and I think that'll be great. I think uh, it's already had a lot of attention and it's going to help out these players that just need that chance to be seen and their hard work will be paid off. You know, I, I totally agree with you um, in that way uh, with the players. And I, I do agree with you that I hope that things work out because especially when the fact that with eight XFL teams, that's like over 500 football jobs that are that are being put out there. And of course, the AAF did the same thing, but then, well, we know what happened with the AAF. So uh, the XFL should definitely, I'm, I expect it to do better than the AAF because it's funded better. So for that reason. Exactly. Right. right. Well, it's been a pleasure yeah, talking you. with you. Thank you so much, Mark. It was really an honor to have me on here and I've listened to your show and for you to take interest in the XFL chick and um, this is really great and I, I'm excited to keep following and keep rooting on as we gear up for 2020. Well, we're going to keep following you as well. And if anyone All else right. missed it, awesome. it's at XFL Chick on Twitter. And I'd like Perfect. to thank you for joining us today and we'd love to have you again. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again to our guests, Demetrius Sezetsmus and XFL Chick. I hope you enjoyed today's interviews. You are welcome to come back next Sunday, where we will have more guests and more XFL. Until next time, this was your host, Mark Nelson, and I hope you enjoyed XFL Extra, the XFLboard.com podcast. (laughs) 